0: The Truth Lives Political Bomb Show Starring Rishon Blyden Welcome to Political Bomb So Monday Columbus Day. I have the day off, but I decided to spend a few moments here before I go off to see Venom. So I cannot give you my review right now, as I said I would on Saturday. So I haven't seen it yet, so I cannot give you the reviews. I stayed away from YouTube spoilers and explaining away the, the uh, ending and so forth. So I will try to get back to you and give you my non-spoiler. Review tomorrow. I will try. So, um, three two three eight three five one one two three political
1: dot
0: CF. I'm playing this song for a reason. Sandra Johnson that song is definitely for you now I was doing show prep and I don't watch TV judge shows anymore I haven't watched a judge do Judy and God knows how long but I was doing show prep I ran across a clip not from her show I don't remember the, the show that but The cap, the, uh, the subject title, the title just completely got my attention, which leads to the, today's show is going to ask the question, are you a self-hating person? Do you hate your own race? Uh, it's a serious question and this clip that I came across really, really bothered me. So I couldn't believe that this Sandra Johnson was suing her mother for being too black. It sounds sickening, doesn't it? It is sickening. So we're going to dive into that later on. So let's get into some politics first. Okay, so CDC raises alarms. On polio-like illnesses hitting kids. Let's see what's going on here. Rare polio-like paralyzing disorder affecting children on the rise. This is in Minneapolis. The Centers for Disease and Control says a rare but potentially severe condition that causes weakness or even paralyzes in the arms and legs is on the rise, mainly affecting children. Between August 2014 and August 2018, the CDC received 362 cases of acute flaccid um, mellitus, AFM for short it has here. I'm sorry, can't pronounce these things. I am not a college graduate. I did go to business school, though. Does that count? The Minnesota Department of Health recently announced six AFM cases have been classified in its state and were reported in children under 10 years old, living in the Twin Cities, Central Minnesota and Northern Minnesota. Let me take a stab at this. Let me see if I could... uh, I could be wrong and I'm taking up because my memory may not serve well but a lot of these uh, remember when Obama he relocated all these Somalians I believe they were I believe Minnesota got the bulk of these kids I'm not saying but I'm saying do I have to spell it out for you do I have to spell it out for you don't be a moron. You know exactly what's going on. And that is all I'm going to say upon about that. But I digress. Seven-year-old Quinton Hill from Lakesville is one of those six confirmed cases. It's been very scary, his father James said. There's not much that can be done And as a parent that's very difficult to deal with Quentin has lost a lot of his strength in his left arm along with some weakness in his legs and neck just to have him lift his head is a bit more just just to have him lift his head up a bit more to look to the side was a blessing because we didn't know if that was coming back, Hills explains. The family has felt helpless these past few weeks, dealing with the disease doctors know very little about. But thanks to other families who are going through the same condition, they are they're now feeling better about the situation. There's a group on Facebook... I'm not going to promote Facebook. The MDH has contacted doctors in the area to be on the lookout for similar cases as local disease investigators are working aggressively to gather more information. The disease is known to hit the nervous system by traveling through the spinal cord. Symptoms can include sudden arm and leg weakness, drooping eyelids, facial sim- facial weakness, difficulty moving the eyes, and slurred speech, difficulty swallowing. So, um, I just told you why this is happening. Think about it. Look up, in fact, let me not, let me, let's look up the stats here. Let me see if I could could find the actual stats on how many refugees was relocated to Minnesota because I, I know I'm not my memory isn't failing me on this I know like my uh, my bishop used to say I know I'm right he used to say that with conviction I know I'm right let's see so how many rare Refugees were relocated to Minnesota. Let's see here. So right here, Minnesota accepted 4,523, 23 refugees in the two-year period ending September 30, 2015, according to the Federal Office of Refugees Settlement but at the time at the same time a second wave arrived 3864 refugees who moved from other states to minnesota so i was definitely right on this definitely right on this i knew it i knew i was right i knew i was right i knew it so this could have all been avoided that's where the, the rare disease is coming from. These diseases aren't aren't are rare here, but I bet you they're not rare from where these refugees came from. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I don't want to get riled up about these refugees and how I feel. I know I'm right. They should return, but let's not dwell on that. I don't want to get my blood pressure up here. Columbus day no longer holiday for namesake, Ohio capital, Ohio capital, what let's see here. Okay. So. Okay. Come on with the stupid ads, please. I don't want to subscribe. Get away from me. Okay. This is irritating. It won't let me. Okay, it's like the New York Times. It will not let me read the story if I don't subscribe. Okay, screw you! I'm not going to read. Okay, next. Drug dealers flood the city. Which city are they flooding? You know, I don't know why the drugs Report pulls these stories that you can't read unless you subscribe to. I hate that. Okay, uh, San Francisco Chronicle, the tenderloins and soma. San Francisco safe cities. I mean, safe sites for drug dealers. It's insane. San Francisco is so insane. It really. Oh no! Don't tell me this is one of these ones that's going to force me to subscribe. Uh, okay, no, it's not forced me to subscribe just yet. But I imagine that sooner or later, it's going to do that. This is what all these newspapers are doing. They're trying to force you to subscribe because they're losing subscribers left and right. Because they're fake news, to quote the great president. They're fake news, okay? They're really fake. They are. So that's why they're losing money. Because they're reporting fake news news. And the San Francisco Chronicle isn't any better. It's not. And if you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear a clothespin on your nose. If you are going to San Francisco, you're going to need some galoshes on your feet so you don't step in the feces and human filth and piss and all that other stuff. Okay, so haven't played San Francisco in a while. haven't done any stories from there in a while. So I'd love to take the opportunity to play my favorite song, these sickles. Uh, There's one the police sergeant said as we drove through the Tenderloin. There's one of them there. That guy, see him. And another, and another. Sergeant Kevin Haley was showing me Known drug dealers and they were everywhere swarming the neighborhood, chatting and smiling. They didn't seem to have a care in the world. That's because they're in San Francisco, that's because they don't. Not in San Francisco. I, I said it before I read it. In San Francisco, it's almost impossible to get convicted in this city, said Haley, who works. In the police department narcotics division they shouldn't even have a narcotics division they're not allowed to arrest drug dealers the message needs to be sent that it's not okay to be selling drugs it's not allowed anywhere else where else can you walk up to someone you don't know and purchase crack and heroin is there such a place yes San Francisco San Francisco's love to think their city is like nowhere else, but this disgusting factor isn't anything to brag about, it's not. When Governor Moonbeam Jerry Brown recently nixed San Francisco's plan to test the country's first safe injection site where drug users can legally shoot up, he wrote in this veto letter that the plan was all carrot and no stick. While I thought his veto was wrong-headed, he has a point. This city doesn't seem to know the definition of the word stick, let alone consequence or accountability. Unless, of course, you've parked your car at a meter for five minutes too long, Then you can expect an immediate stick in the form of a high price ticket. Un freaking real in San Fran freaking sicko. As a safe injection site now appears at least two years off, city officials must come up with other ways to combat San Francisco's dire drug crisis. Obvious, don't forget the homeless crisis, too, with human feces all over, bums jerking off in alleys and pissing everywhere. Obviously, far more drug treatment serv- services are needed, but one area officials barely mention is an obvious one, cracking down on the people supplying the devastating drugs. Police say drug dealers from the East Bay ride barred into San Francisco every day to prey on the addicts slumped on our sidewalks, and yet the city that claims to desperately want to help those addicts often look the other way. You can walk through the Tenderloin Civic Center south of Market and the Mission and easily easily spot men handling over little plastic baggies with drugs in exchange for cash like it's no big thing in broad daylight in front of pedestrians even in front of police. So, um, this is, this is really sickening. I don't understand why, um, well, I do understand it's San Francisco. It's San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Going to San Francisco, be sure to wear a clothespin on your nose, if you are going to San Francisco. German far-right AFD sparks outcry with new Jewish groups okay let's see what's going on here so berlin afp germans far-right party afd on sunday launched a jewish group within its ranks which it says will battle against mass immigration of muslim men with anti-semitic views sparking an outcry how thats why is it sparking an outcry standing up for yourself the world is so backwards. The party said a group of 19 have formed Jews in the AFT AFD and that anyone joining must be a card carrying member of the party who is either ethically, or religiously Jewish. The move drew a backlash from Germany's Jewish community, which blasted the AFD as a racist and anti-Semitic party. No, it's not. Some 250 people, many from Jewish organizations, also held a protest Sunday, Frankfurt, against the new group. You won't get a kosher stamp from us, said Delia Grinfeld, who heads the Jewish Students' Union in Germany at the protest. Okay, so whatever. Uh, I say, Group of 19, keep fighting on. ISIS sex slave reveals... Harrowing details of abuse. Mm. Let's see. Okay, the uh, source is the Sun. So it says here, treated like animals, ISIS sex slave reveals harrowing details of abuse suffered at the hands of jihadi thugs as women screamed and vomited in terror. Not. Nadia Morad, 25, was one of around 3,000 girls and women from Iraq's Yazidi minorities who were kidnapped and trafficked in 2014 by the fanatics. Nadia, 25, spoke of how she and other Yazidi women screamed and vomited in sheer fear when Jihadis kidnapped them. At age 19, ISIS soldiers attacked the Yazidi community in her village, killing 600 people, including six of her brothers and stepbrothers. She was taken into slavery and beaten, burned with cigarettes, and raped when she tried to escape. Writing in her autobiography featured in the Guardian Nadia recalled one night at a slave market following her capture she said we could hear the commotion downstairs where militants were registering and organizing and when the first man entered the room all the girls started screaming this is so sad so sad very sad Nadia's book the last girl tells of her captivity the loss of her family and her eventual escape it featured recalls in harrowing details the examination process before she was sold like cattle she said the militants touched touched us everywhere they wanted running their hands over our breasts and our legs as if they were animals but her ordeal worsened when she met a high-ranking militant named Salwan whom she described as looking like a monster um this is sad I'm glad she escaped and she's able to tell her story Uh, Nadia said he could crush me with his bare hands. No matter what he did and no matter how much I resisted, I would never be able to fight him off. He smelled of rotten eggs and cologne. She has since become a UN goodwill ambassador for the dignity of survivors of human trafficking. On Friday she was announced to be a Nobel Peace winner prize Nobel Peace Prize winner at the Norwegian Nobel Institute of Oslo. This is sickening. so if anyone wants to support her, I suggest you get the, get her book and um, it's it's sad. It's really sad that she had to go through this actually getting teared up here in my eyes here. it's sad so the last girl that's her book let's see if I could find her book on Amazon let's see if it's on Amazon uh, the last girl let's search for the last girl um it appears to let's see the last girls it's, uh, it's in Google Bookstore, I when I search for it, I could find it there, and I'm sure it's it's probably on Amazon. Just look for it. The cover is a cover of, of Nadia on there. It says "The Last Girl: My Story of Captivity and My Fight Against the Islamic State." And so, um, I'm I'm gonna bookmark this so I could definitely uh get a copy for myself bookmark that okay it's a sad 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 savages it's really savages so you can imagine how angry makes me when you have women out there who would lie and just to use rape as a political tool or, or power to silence an enemy It's it's not right when you have real women out there like Nadia who suffered at the hands of evil people of real rape. So it's very angry, angering to me when when women do that. It's it really is sickening. So uh, let's move on from this story because I'm getting emotional, getting too emotional here. It, I'm really getting emotional on this. It's really frustrating. It angers me. It really does. It really and truly, <clears throat> really and truly gets my my blood and my anger flowing. Why why do you, why is or are, are people allowed to get away with this? That's what I'm saying. These law lo- these laws gotta be. It has to be stronger because you can't have women, like I said, if if these women who lie about rape and sexual assault, if they lie about it and they're in their lies and they get away with it with no repercussions, then other women are going to continue to do it. You need to have strong repercussions. You need to have jail time and heavy fines that will stop them from doing this. That's what needs to be done here. You can't have women going around doing this. You really can't. And some many people might, my people might say, "Well, you, you have. I haven't heard one story of, of a guy do, is doing that." No, so it's it's really on the women's side that they're the ones doing this. They are. So it's sickening. Okay, there's no there's no way around it. It's sickening. You don't lie about something that horrendous. It's sickening. They need to do serious jail time. There's no question in my, in my mind they have to do serious jail time if you're going to lie about sexual assault. If you're
2: going to San Francisco...
0: Okay, so another San Francisco story here in the news. And... Life on the dirtiest block in San Francisco. San Francisco. The heroin needles, the pile of excrement between parked cars, the yellow soup oozing out of the large plastic bag by the curb, and the stain. Ugh. Dumped carpets. Oh my goodness. It's nasty. I'm taking a look at the picture. This is nasty sickening it's a scene of a scene that might bring to mind any variety of developing world Squalors but in this San Francisco the capital of the nation's technology industry where a single spawn Of Hyde Street host and open-air narcotics market by day and at night is occupied by the unsheltered and drug-addled slumped on the sidewalk. There are many other streets like this, but by one measure, it is the dirtiest block in the city. Just a 15-minute walk Uh, Just a 15-minute walk, and you're in the offices of Twitter and Uber, two companies that, along with other nameplate technology giants, have helped push the median price of the home in San Francisco well beyond one million. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. It's sickening. It really is. Nothing is being done about it. Nothing at all. It's just sickening that this is happening. It's sickening, it's sickening, it's sickening. But it's, uh, it's run by a left. Your if you're going
2: to San Francisco, you're going to need some gentle people there.
0: Okay, sickening. Fairly sickening. Uh, let's see. France La Pen distanced herself from Bannon's movement. I don't blame her. Get away from him. Get away from him. He, he's 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 a traitor. There's no other way around it. Lights up sky Musk land rocket, I don't care. A list of the poorest and richest states this is interesting let's see where do you think you land where do you think you land okay so um I guess it's gonna start from the worst and to the best and when I was doing so prep I didn't go with this but I knew that West Virginia would be the poorest cuz I was was uh reading I mean I was, I was looking at a a clip and man it was really filled with poverty and that's why they were saying that many of them if not all of them in that they said that most of Trump's votes in in Virginia came from West Virginia cuz everyone's poor there and everyone is sick of the politician lies and everyone voted for him so they're the, they're the last on the list. They're the poorest. West Virginia. Medium household income, 43,469. Population is the 13th lowest. Uh, 2017 unemployment rates, 5.2%. That's the third highest. Poverty rate, 19.1%, which is the fourth highest. So West Virginia has the lowest medium annual household income of any state. An estimated 20.2% of West Virginia adults hold at least a bachelor's degree, the lowest rate of any state, by more than a full percentage point. Nationwide, some 32% of adults are college graduates. Those with college degrees are more likely to work in a higher paying job. So. Let's see, second and second worst is PPI M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I, Mississippi. Nearly one out of every five people in Mississippi live in poverty at 19.8%. Next is Arkansas. Arkansas is the only state in the medium household income below 50000 and relatively low unemployment rate just 3.7 percent of the state labor force is unemployed okay so um, Louisiana Louisiana is tied with New Mexico for the second highest poverty rate of all states at 19.7 percent so I'm not going to read Mississippi I mean I'm not going to read New Mexico because they're tied they're tied. Okay, so New Mexico is 46 on the list. Number 45, Alabama. Speaking of Alabama, that's what my main t- main topic is going to be about. Sandra Johnson. She is from Alabama. That's the the lady that's very much uh, hating her own race. Su- who wanted to sue her mother for being too black but we're not there yet uh Alabama is number 45 for the worst the worst the more the worst poorest the most poor state uh there are signs that finances are improving for Alabama residents from 2013 to 2017 the state's median household income increased by more than 3000 number 44 Kentucky Kentucky's medium household income of 48,375 a year, which is seventh lowest among states. 43 is Oklahoma. getting 50,000 a year. Property values in the area can be a good indicator of the strength of the regional economy. Higher home values imply greater demand and show residents are able to afford higher prices. South Carolina. South Carolina is number 42 on the list. Medium household, 50570 a year and nearly $10,000 less than the U.S. medium. In addition to generally having lower incomes, South Carolina also has a relatively high share of households living in extreme poverty. Among South Carolina households, 8.1% report incomes of less than 10000 compared to the 6.5% of U.S. households. Tennessee is, is next on the list. Number 41, Medium household, 51340 five three hundred forty Tennessee rounds out the top ten lowest. So okay, I went with the top ten lowest. I'm not gonna read through all these; this is gonna take too long. If you want to, um, if you want to take a look at that, just go to USA and uh, the headline is Wealth in America where are the richest and poorest states based on household income so i did the the top 10 poorest now let's scroll all the way down to the top 10 highest the top 10 highest so we're going to start with number 10 and number 1 obviously will be the the best so number 10 it is no surprise here, Washington. Home values can often reveal how much of a finance commitment people in the area are able and willing to make. Washington medium home values three hundred thirty nine thousand and is the fifth highest in the country. More than a hundred and twenty thousand above media US medium. Number nine, Virginia. Virginia medium household income increased nearly two thousand to seven seventy one thousand five hundred thirty-five over the past year. Number eight California. Much of California's reputation is built on two extremely lucrative industries entertainment, which is centered around Los Angeles and technology, which many companies located in and around silicon valley Um, number seven alaska though alaska still has one of the highest medium household income several key economic indicators paint a dire picture of the state's economy the state is tied with south dakota For the largest increase in unemployment rate at 0.3%, Alaska now has 7.2% unemployment. Number 6, a state that I love much, I always like to go there on vacation, I go there for leisure time, New Hampshire. Residents are among the most economically secured of any state. Just 7.7% of households in the state lived in poverty. That's number five, a state that I lived way too long. I'm glad I'm out of there. Connecticut is one of just a handful of states with a poverty rate of under 10%. At 9.6%, Connecticut workers are more likely than those in almost all other states to work in the high paying fields like information and finance. Number four is where I currently live in Massachusetts. The home of Harvard, Massachusetts is the best educated state by a significant margin. Some 43.4% of adults in the state have at least a bachelor degree. Adults with at least uh, with a bachelor degree tend to be qualified for a wider range of careers, many of which are high-paid jobs. Unemploy- i mean, uh, Massachusetts has the lowest uninsured rate of 2.8 percent of any state. Number three is Hawaii. Hawaii. I'm shocked. It's that high on the list. Hawaii households are among the least likely to live in poverty. Some 17.3% of workers in the state are involved in the arts, entertainment, recreation, accommodation, and food services industries. Well, that's normal for uh, islands. Number two on the list. Um... New Jersey? Whoa. Why is New Jersey that um, high on the list? I don't get it. Oh, wow. Wowzy wowzers! hmm? Huh? Wowzy wowzers! I can't believe that it's that high on the list. Um, But anyway, yeah, New Jersey's number... New Jersey's number two on the list, that's, uh, that's, uh, wow, well, number two, New Jersey, so, uh, New Jersey households are more likely to be extremely wealthy than those in any other state, some 13% of New Jersey households earn 200000 or more, wow, and number one on the list what do you think number one is any guess what number one is any guess at all i wouldn't think that this is number would would have been number one but number one are you ready Though it did not have a significant increase in its medium household income from 2016 to 2017, Maryland is still America's richest state. No state has a higher medium household income than that Maryland has 80,776. Maryland borders Washington DC on three sides, so it should come as no surprise. That's true. That's true. It makes sense. And there you have it do you live in any of these states and disagree because I'd like to hear from you if you live in any of these states and you disagree please do contact us three two three eight three five one one two three okay so um, that was fun what else we got here da, 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 da. need to flee from Venezuela Pay huge bribe or stand in line forever. Huh. And this is what these leftists, if they had their way, that we, we would turn into Venezuela. They have no idea because they're rich. See, they're rich and famous and powerful, and they don't care about us commoners. So keep that in mind when you go and vote. Don't vote for these people. This is the longest line in Caracas, a city notorious for for them it's several lines actually rolling out from the intersection of Barral Avenue and West 8th Avenue the people standing sitting and sleeping in them aren't mark aren't making time for bread or medicine or c- car parts or water they've had enough of all that madness this is a line to get out Ah, uh, you can't blame them you can't blame them for wanting them to get out you really can't you really can't blame them uh, yeah you can't blame them at all no it seems like they're doing it the right way to try to get out legally not like these border hoppers and I'm not gonna get into to illegal because everyone knows how I hate illegal immigration okay so I've been hearing about 5G for the longest when is this coming there's something here report that says 5G network uses same EMF wave as Pentagon crowd control huh what what does that mean I don't know let's read story 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 a global rollout of 5g is well on the way and we can expect of course stupid ads let's start over the global rollout of 5g is well on the way and we can soon and we soon may see new small cell towers near all schools on every resident street will let's we'll, we'll make my phone work better. I know I have the new the new uh, iPhone XS Max. I think my phone is equipped and ready for it, but uh, I'm ready for it. Uh, throughout the natural environment and pretty much everywhere, but the safety of the technology is in serious question, and there is a ranging battle to stop the taxpayer-funded implementation of 5G. The new cell network uses high band radio frequencies, millimeter waves, to deliver high bandwidth data to any device within line of sight. Today's cellular and Wi Fi networks rely on microwaves, a type of electromagnetic radiation utilizing frequencies up to 6 GHz in in order to wirelessly transmit voice or data. However, 5G applications will require unlocking of new spectrum bands in higher frequency ranges above 6 GHz to 100 GHz and beyond, utilizing submillimeter and millimeter waves to allow ultra-high rates of data to be transmitted in the same amount of time as compared with previous deployments of microwave radiation. One of the ways 5G will enable this is by tapping into new unused bands and the top of the radio spectrum. The high bands are known as millimeter waves and have been recently been opened up by regulators for licensing. They've largely been untouched by the public since the equipment required to use them effectively has typically been expensive and inaccessible. Among the many potential program among, among the many professional potential problems with exposure to 5G radio waves are issues with the skin, which is interesting when you consider that this technology is already being used in the military for crowd control purposes. So what are you saying about this technology? Is is it cancerous? Is it going to burn my skin? What are they using for crowd control? We're going to have to dig deeper into this i'm gonna have to um do a follow-up story on why 5g is bad and what how is the military using it for gun control because i'm seeing a video down here military ray gun and apparently they're using it for that so i'm gonna have to dig into that to see if this is a scare tactic or if this is is in fact a legitimate problem and concern but um This kind of technology, which is in many of our homes, actually interacts with human skin and eyes. The shocking finding was made public via Israeli research studies that were presented at an international conference on the subject last year. Below you can find the lecture of Dr. Ben Ashai, A S H A I. So you could look that up and read it for yourself. And um, the U.S. military deployment a non-lethal crowd control weapon system called the uh, Active Denial System (ADS). It uses radio frequencies, military meter waves, in the nine hundred ninety-five gigahertz range, to penetrate the top one. 64th of an inch layer of the skin, targeting the individual, instantly producing an intolerable heating sensation that causes them to flee. You know, when I was, uh, let's see, when I lived on where I, in, in Middletown, Connecticut, I remember waking up in the middle of the night Sweating like crazy with my skin burning now. I don't know if they were if they were testing or what they were doing But I definitely remember Feeling a sensation as as what I just read here. So I know something like that exists I don't know what was going on, but I felt that and I was on fire and it wasn't a hot day either so Something was going on. I definitely know that for a fact definitely something was going on so I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna leave this story open so I can research at a later time and talk about it because uh, that's um, that's very very difficult to deal with. If um, that's a, that's a tough thing the public needs to know about this if if five uh, G network is gonna actually uh, hurt us. But, I mean, you hear a lot of things, even with the technology now, that they're saying that our cell phones are giving us cancer. We always have it up to our ears, and we're getting getting cancer. So, I don't know. Uh, I'll definitely follow up on that at a later time. Okay, so a review on Star is Born. That's the one with Lady Stinka in it. Remade, wrong way. I'm not going to read that. I don't care. Strong box office opening for a star is born. V- uh, viral Facebook host, viral Facebook hoax messages prompts warning from officials. Let's see. Uh uh uh, this is very interesting i didn't even i i don't honestly i don't do facebook anymore i don't like i told you i use it for my show and i post different stories there but i don't use facebook anymore because uh you know because of sucky zucky i don't like the uh i've been finding other um other networks like uh like what is it let us see let me look at my phone like We. it doesn't it doesn't and uh, GAI I use those because they don't uh, they don't they don't uh, they don't but they're not biased against me because of my conservative views in fact are many of us conservatives on there and so it's a good place if MeWe. You know, it's a very, really, uh, it's a really good thing. What is that? Okay, uh, like I said, doing live, doing live. Sometimes did not work out. Sucky, zucky. Zoki Zoki
3: have a look everybody is okay on infected so there is a few small bugs like counts to misuse up your data
0: Okay Zoki Zoki is in the news again not necessarily him but his co- it is his company and so therefore he is in the news Okay Zoki Zoki let's see what this is talking about here baltimore officials are are using facebook users uh about a message that is actually a hoax that has now gone viral it says hi i actually got another friend request from you yesterday which i ignored so you may want to check your account Reads the viral message that's completely bogus. I mean, people are stupid. If you get some anonymous thing to saying hi, I got another friend request from you yesterday, and you know you didn't send the cr- friend request. Why are you going to? Just people are dumb. The message goes on the instruct Facebook use. The message goes on to instruct Facebook users to hold their fingers on the message until the button appears and then prompts them to forward it to all of their friends. Don't do that, officials say. The message is fake and by forwarding it your Facebook friends or followers, it will only persist in spreading the hoax. Your account is not sending out duplicate friend request there is no bug or virus currently confirmed that it's sending your friends fake request officials are instructing Facebook users to simply ignore the message and do not spread share it with your friends as it will only make matters continue so I mean it's common sense if if you know that you didn't uh, send Any friend requests, why are you going to be an idiot to actually listen to it? Well, why am I talking about this? So many dumb people in the world. Okay, I take it back. I take it back.
2: They saw what they'd never had Two sides were full of hatred They began the attack They both were separated
0: Welcome back political bomb show on this Columbus Day okay let's just read one more news story because I got lots of lots of sound bites I need to get to and then I have to do my main monologue and um, I could definitely understand this story here it says that uh, let's see if I can find it for one second um, human faces extinction if sperm counts continue to fall and I can just In two words I could tell you why sperm counts are continuing to fall worldwide it's called well actually I could give you one word pornography pornography that's the reason because of pornography mostly men I'm included I'm a man I'm a guy we are spending too much time you know what to these pornography, pornographic f- videos, and therefore that's why it's going low. But let's read to see what they say is going on here. Again, this is the mirror, so as you know, it's one of these uh, tabloid type sites. Okay, I don't see the story. What's going on? I just see a blank page. What's going on here? Okay, I don't want to take the survey. God, this thing is really pissing me off. Skip survey. There we go. Okay, it says, Male fertility is fallen every year in the Western world, and ex- experts blame chemicals and modern lifestyles. A study of 124,000 men visiting fertility clinics in Europe and the USA found sperm quality reducing by almost 2% per year. Separate research focusing on 2,600 sperm, doc- sperm donors, men with above normal fertility, showed a similar pattern. While most men can still father a child, scientists say the human race faces extinction if the trend continues. It follows a landmark study last year showing A 59% cut in Western sperm counts from 1973 to 2011. Pesticides, hormone disrupting chemicals, stress, smoking, and obesity, obesity are seen as causes along with too much alcohol, caffeine, and processed meat. The chemical includes some used to make plastic flexible and Furniture flame uh, furniture, furniture flame, retardant, which can enter the food chain via plants or animals. Experts also blame increase in testicular cancer, the number of boys born with one or more testicles missing and changing testosterone levels. Scientists in Valencia, Spain, and New Jersey, USA, carried out the first large scale study of swimming sperm known as the total motile spor- sperm count. So, I also would include in that pornography. Pornography. All right, so let's get to some of these sound bites. Let's get to some of these sound bites. getting my roster here my sound bites are getting longer and longer okay so so uh roy blunt says that democrats managed to energize the republican base well that's definitely can't argue that I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, that's a good thing for my party. Keep keep us energized. Because normally, typically, the party that's in power in the midterms generally are not as energized because they're already in power. But thanks to all these shere- shere- shenanigans by the Democrats and their cronies, uh, we're energized again.
4: That sounds very much in keeping with where the Democrats have been from day one. You know, Senator Schumer said he would do anything possible to keep Brett Kavanaugh from going on the court. Frankly, I think they're making a big mistake here. Holding this information, rolling it out in the most uh, unfair way to everybody involved after they'd had it for months, now talking about uh, if we get in charge, we're going to look at this in some other way. Frankly, what they've managed to do is energize the Republican base. Uh, in a way that usually the party that just won a presidential election isn't energized in the next election cycle. Uh, But what they really continue to do is this unfair, uh, really totally unrealistic behavior of guilty until proven innocent, of uh, whatever uh, we can do to stop uh, our political opponents from being able to do what voters gave put them in place to do I just don't think it works it doesn't work for them frankly I think the more they talk about the kinds of things that congressman Adler apparently has said uh, the worse it will be for them but they can they, they can't stop them and uh, they obviously uh, aren't uh, think this is a political tactic that works for them I don't think it works at all
0: it doesn't the the people eventually wake up and realize what's going on and I'm glad that the people have have woken up to what's going on. I really am. I really am. So um, the Congress here, to- Congress is going to be t- exposing the Democrat collusion, and uh, it is Democrat collusion. Dems are in major trouble, and I I'm happy that they are. They should be in major trouble because they're they're not good.
5: That, But the, during our last hearing, they said we, we, we ought to be having the FBI look at one person, only one person. They ended up looking at about 12 people. But they needed to look at this guy that his last name is Judge. Uh, they went way beyond that. They aren't satisfied. They're always moving the goalposts. But I think you've got to go back to July the 10th, when Schumer said he's going to do anything under the sun to defeat this nomination. Uh, I've been trying to have a fair and thorough and open hearing, and I think we have done exactly that uh, to get everything out on the table. Uh, and, uh, and I've been dealing with a demolition derby on the part of the uh, Democrats uh, where they've been out to do everything mm-hmm. they can to defeat him. And one of the things you would think that they'd be concentrating on is he qualified to be on the court uh, 12 years on the D.C. Uh, circuit Court uh 307 uh, decisions what is there about this person that he shouldn't be on the supreme court no his qualifications have not been at issue everything that's yeah. been at issue is secondary things
0: so self-explanatory what he said there absolutely true but what do you expect from these democrats they they play dirty they play dirty they hit below the belt that's how they play that's how they roll that's how they roll, and I wanted to let's just talk about how strong the president, his uh, convictions are when he sticks with someone, and he's talking here about sticking with uh, Brett Kavanaugh as to why he stuck with him, and this is why I love his character because he it reminds me of me when when I know that someone. Is truly uh, innocent and they're being set up I will put my neck on the line and just go for it and so he explains here why he stuck with Kavanaugh instead of going picking another uh, another judge on his list for
1: one thing it would have been very unfair to him if you think about it he's a highly respected man what the Democrats did was disgraceful uh, these uh, Things happened that just came out of the wind. There was no corroboration. There was no anything, Janine. This is a high-quality, brilliant man. He'll be a phenomenal Supreme Court justice. And it was my honor to stick. And I know that. A lot of people told me that. They said, well, we'll switch. You'll never get anybody like this. This is a very, very outstanding person and individual with an incredible family. And it would have been very unfair to him what they did. Was disgraceful what the Democrats did, and you saw that group with Blumenthal, who falsified his service in Vietnam, and a terrible mayor of Newark, New Jersey, Cory Booker, and you know the whole group, Diane Feinstein, who, in my opinion, leaked the papers. Uh, it was terrible what was happening, and what was happening. They're very unfair. So I did stick to me, yes.
0: So, and that's how I am too. When I know someone is innocent. And you know, I entrusted them entrusted them with something that's very important. I know it's important to them. I'm not gonna just abandon them. I'm gonna stick and stand by them. And so I admire that because I'm like that myself. I'm gonna stick with someone. I'm not gonna just just go with the with the lies. I mean, it was clear it was lies being lobbed at him. And so I applaud. The president for sticking with him so Larry Kudlow he's talking about the new deal you know with Mexico Canada and and us the US so let's uh hear what Larry Kudlow has to say here
1: the key point here is that this new deal opens up a lot of markets for American farmers Uh, big help to American workers you know Main Street blue-collar workers um, much better conditions, much better resolution of some issues. It happens to open up financial services, uh, digital services. I think it's a very good deal. And I think now all the supply chains in North America uh, are going to continue to work out well. The president said he wants to help the U.S. negotiate better deals. I think this is a good template for that. Uh, Got to remember what it says now, U.S. M-C-A, we all have to memorize that new one, shouldn't be too hard. I'd say it's pro-growth, Maria.
0: And I agree, it's definitely uh, pro-growth, definitely pro-growth. I'm uh, very happy indeed with that, very happy with that, definitely. So, um, you know, he, he has the right people in place, and... Good things are happening. I don't know how else to put it. Good things are happening. So when it's all said and done, he's going to go down as one of the greatest, if not greatest president. He he really will. He really will. (laughs) Tropical Storm Michael turns into Hurricane as Florida braces for impact. Tropical Storm Michael has now become upgraded to hurricane status as the storm continues to pick up momentum ahead of anticipated landfall in Florida later this week. The storm, which has maximum sustainable winds of 75 miles an hour, was about 90 miles east of Cozumel, Mexico, earlier Monday morning and is dumping rain on Cuba, the the National Hurricane Center said. So Michael is forecast to be a hurricane and possibly a major hurricane when it reaches the northern Gulf Coast by midweek and the storm surges into a hurricane. So um, some areas in Florida Gulf Coast are especially vulnerable to storm surges regardless of the storm's exact track or intensity, it so if you're in Florida, you wanna look out for that. Just got that late breaking news, so I interrupted my broadcast to bring that to you. Okay, let's continue here. Um, so that was Larry Kudlow uh, talking about the new New Deal and its pro-growth, and I agree, it's very much pro pro-gro- pro-growth so um i i just want to get away from these Kavanaugh stuff but let's just i want to play the accuser again and then i'm going to play something that rick santorum said okay so let's see here number 37 there we go okay this is the the accuser just to recap of what the accuser I forget her name, Miss Geezer. He was very aggressive,
6: uh, very sloppy drunk, very mean drunk. He'd push his body against theirs.
1: He would grope them. There are things that she told us on camera that differ from her written statement last week. All afternoon, the little lies lying over and over about his yearbook page. I do know that
7: if he gets to the Supreme Court, a good chunk of this country is going to think that somebody who got away with sexual assault is sitting on the Supreme Court.
0: Okay, and I also wanna let's listen to what well Rick Santorum puts it, puts it in a in a, in into context. Listen to what Rick Senator the, the um, he used to be a senator, Senator Rick Santorum. Let's listen to what, what how he puts it. He's reacting.
1: Yeah, this is, yeah, I am, because this isn't about drinking in college. I mean, if if, if the story is about did, did someone get drunk in college uh, or drink too much in college, then, you know, we probably wouldn't have anybody on the support. He sure, said man. he drank. He said he drank to excess. He said he didn't black out. Jimmy Roach doesn't know whether Brett, Brett Kavanaugh blacked out. or that from 35 years ago? Sorry, bull****.
0: Okay, I had to beep it out, because I've never heard Rick Santorum cuss ever. This is a, a strong religious... Christian man, and he, his emotions got away with him, and I can understand. It's very frustrating. It, It is BS. It's total BS. So, um, I understand. Totally understand. Um, so I don't usually get into sports at all. It's not, it's just not what I do. I'm not into sports. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, Occasionally, I'll go to some games, you know, like um, hockey games or or arena football games. But I'm I will occasionally watch sports on TV. But I'm not that I'm not a big fan. I, you know, I'm a i am I would say I'm a casual fan. So while I was doing my my show prep, like I said, sometimes I'll run across run across some things that I normally wouldn't talk about. But it's just compels me to talk about it because for instance i don't really watch ufc the last time i, I did ufc uh brother chris took me to where do we go one of these sports bar and he liked that i forget the lady's name who was was uh, unbeatable she had a nasty ad to it I forget her name and i went to go see her fight and that's the last time i think i, went, I saw, watched ufc actually no i did watch uh what's his name uh the one who was in uh Brock Lesnar I did watch that one okay so um so anyway I don't know which one I should play first they I don't know if Dana White he's addressing the, the um post fight brawl at UFC 229 between Habib and McGregor so I also have a soundbite from from uh McGregor well let's just pay I'll play Dana white explaining what what happened I'll play I'll start with that let's start with that oh where is what 39 let's start with that
4: yeah so uh, I saw one of Connor's guys yelling at Habib and Habib ran and jumped over the octagon and uh, you know what went, went after him then eventually, two of Habib's guys got into the octagon, and one guy hit Connor with some shots and uh, from behind. And then uh, that's it. That's that's what that's, that's what I've seen. I haven't looked. The Nevada State Athletic Commission pulled the uh, footage from us, and uh, you know there's an investigation going on. They are withholding Habib's purse. They are not withholding Conor McGregor's. They looked at the footage, and felt that there was no need to hold his withhold his purse. So they gave him his, and they're they're, they're keeping Habib's.
0: Okay, so that that is that, and with just that, and watching the fight, and and not knowing what you know, there's always my thing is there's always in reaction to an action. So I looked at this and I was like, okay. So the the guy Habib jumped over the octagon and attacked someone that was saying something to him, and I was I was on, wasn't on this I was on, wasn't understanding why did he do that? I mean that didn't make any sense to me. It didn't make any sense to me at all, and so I was in agreement. That uh, his purse would have been withheld, but then I listened to what Habib said, and then it totally changed my mind. It did, and uh, let me play what he said, what he what he had to say, Habib.
8: How are you? Uh, first of all, I want to say sorry to Athletic Commission, Nevada. Sorry to Vegas. I know this is not my best side, you know, this is not my best side, you know, I'm human being, and, uh, like, I don't understand how people can talk about, I jump on the cage, you know, what about, he talk about my religion, he talk about my country, he talk about my father, he come to Brooklyn and he broke bus, he almost killed a couple people, what about this, what about this?
0: Okay, so, definitely, I am mean I looked up that footage and saw that, And so, nothing happened to McGregor in doing that. He attacked the man's boss, broke the window, almost killed some people with the glass in their eyes and and throwing stuff at the boss, and nothing happened to him, nothing. Nothing at all, yet this guy, he jumps over the octagon and he gets his purse withheld, so. I mean, I guess I could kinda understand that you can't jump over it and and um, that's why they did that. But on the other hand, maybe what, what, Habib should have pressed charges on him. So that would be my question to Habib. I would ask him, I would follow up with him and ask him, when he did that to your boss, did you call the police and did you file a report against him? Because if he didn't, then he shouldn't be complaining about it. Because if, if all that happened, which I saw it happen, why didn't you? call the police on him and file a report and have him have him arrested so that's my take on it so um, what say you do you agree that Habib' personally person been withheld um, it's it's a mess it's a real mess it really is so um, let's see here so Melania, and I, I mispronounced her name, I think, in my Saturdays. So I, I kept calling her Melana. Mila, I'm not sure I mispronounced it. But anyway, Melania, she's sick and tired of the media, only focused in on what she wears. And for the first time ever, she spoke out and spoke back. And I like that she's taking a page out of her husband's book. She should have said something ages ago. So this is what she said about the media. All they talk about is what she wear and nothing about her actions or what she's doing. So let's listen to Melania.
1: That's very important
6: what I do, what we're doing with uh, USAID, and what I do with my initiatives. And I wish people would focus on what I do, not what I wear.
0: Okay. So uh, I can't disagree with her there. I mean it's always about what she wears when 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 michelle my bell obama was in there they didn't focus on her clothes rarely ever did they did focus on her initiative so i agree with her okay so um let's take a break and when we come back we're gonna get in to miss sandra jones how she how much she hates her race She's not comfortable in her own skin. So we're going to play, play her. And then we're going to play her mother. And this is very heartbreaking. So get pre- be prepared to pull out some tissue paper when you hear the mother. I'll be right back. This song is dedicated to a certain kind of people.
8: Which just so happens to be my favorite kind of people. You know, the ones that, you know, you're standing next to them and it all of a sudden it gets dark. I mean, I mean, you know, your, your best friend is, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Black people, I'ma steal your shoes. You better hide your wallet cause I'ma take that too. Black people. Hey. One big family with a really big bucket of KFC Black people Seriously, like all of us are related. I ran into an old amigo named Juan Luis, the Mexican called me Apple cause we both hang from trees. Now I, I kinda took that in a joking way, but was he talking about monkeys or the KKK? We don't get sunburnt, just ask knees, and we don't chew tobacco, but we will smoke weed. Puff, puff, pass like the train that could, and we can't spell neighbor so we call it the hood. And most of us would die with a finger on the trigger, I guess that's why they say I'm just a little spear chucking chicken eating melon sucking lone feeders, weed smoking long penis well you get the picture they try to keep us out the white house again but just like all white houses one of us broke in and welfare and diapers is all we got if you don't wear my favorite color then you might get shot my favorite color is purple by the way A black woman came to me to bash my song I told her all blacks are Democrat Now prove me wrong Black people I'ma steal your shoes You better hide your wallet Cause I'ma take that too Black people Hey Black people One big family With a really big bucket of KFC Black people And it doesn't have to be KFC We like Popeye's biscuits too Hey, hey, hey. What's a black song without any rap in it, right? Yo, check it. Uh, yo, yo, yo. It always starts off that way, right? Yeah. Now there's a line between discriminating and not in different places. You are if you use the n-word, but if you're black then you're not racist. I mean, well, I guess you can. Just not around your black friends. You'll get jumped by every cousin, including the one behind that trash can. Now, let me tell you a story back before America was stolen. There were two tribes of black people, the Indians and the Poans. Indians were like caramel. The Po ones were like Sharpies. I guess that's why they called them pilgrims and why they called us darkies. The Indians had all the horses, land turkeys, the geniuses. The Po ones killed their horses, took their hair and their penises. But uh, there's not really a moral to the story though, except that we will steal your goodies. And that is how the story goes. Black people, I'ma steal your shoes. You better hide your wallet, cause I'ma take that too. Black people. KFC, Black people Black people Since 72 Going broke Making cheap cars Taller than you Black people Okay, you got it in We do have some nice rims though, right? Black people Front porch monkey With a blunt and a banana Ooh, I-E-E Black people This is probably the most racist song I've ever written, but if you laugh, you're racist too, so I don't feel bad, besides,
1: it's not racist if I'm black. Alright, alright, okay.
3: I like the way this is sounding right now sucks, But I think fuck, maybe we can do something a little different with it Fitz, do you think maybe you could make my voice deep? Like one of those little Wayne tracks
2: life sucks, Fuck
3: OH GOD MAMA WON'T me David Dobrik merch, no, she won't stick the stinky fingers in her purse, and if she don't give me money, I'ma steal from church, cause I can't let Tiffany get the merch first. My birthday's April 1st, and I never celebrate, cause last time I choked on a piece of cake, when I turned 8, mama said I was a mistake. It didn't really bother me though, I took it okay. Internet trolls always calling me weird, I get mad shade thrown at me by all of my peers, I've been a sad man for like 25 years, I'm not dabbing on my haters, I'm just hiding my tears. Zoloft, Prozac, Lexapro, all antidepressants that I've tried before. I do my best to hide it, but my friends all know, I live a good life and pretend that it blows. Zoloft, Prozac, Lexapro, all antidepressants that I've tried before. I do my best to hide it, but my friends all know, I live a good life and pretend that when I'm out in public, I'm always smiling, Trident, But when I'm home alone, my tears are flowing like a hydrant Neighbors called the cops last night cause I was crying Yes, I'm sorry, Mr. Officer, I'll try to be silent Friends going to a party, so I'm kind of excited But when I asked if I could come, he said I wasn't invited yet I guess I saw it coming, you could call me a psychic Eating Oreos and whiskey while I'm spending the night in Jameson got me sick, yo, my girlfriend wants my dick bro. And now she's really pissed well Cause I'm drunk as fuck and I'm half asleep She's mad at me and I'm mad at my meat No sex tonight, night's incomplete God wouldn't end to a terrible week Zoloft, Prozac, Lexapro All anti-depressions that I've tried before I do my best to hide it but my friends all know I live a good life and pretend that it blows Zoloft, Prozac, Lexapro All anti-depressions that I've tried before A good life that it flows. Everything's great, but it's still complain. I got a couple loose screws, but I'm not in pain, and my head's not broken. It's just a sprain. I got a healthy body, but a shitty brain. I'm good at rapping fast, but I can't do it long. That's why I'm rapping slow for the rest of this song. Stevie, now I'm self-medicating. No more doctors, and I don't need pharmaceuticals to prosper. Yeah, I do my best to hide it, but I'm socially awkward. Nothing means anything anything. All of this is bullshit Nothing Nothing bullshit. Nothing means anything I guess it's over. Alright, I'm gonna go hate myself some more. I'll see you guys later.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back. So I'm playing this song, dedicating it to Sandra Johnson. She is, um, she's a light-skinned black woman and I'm not going to put, put any words to bias what, you, what you're going to think of her. I'm going to let her speak for herself. So this is the first bite of her talking about her mother that she's suing for $600.
6: She showed up to my job in a place that she has no place to be in, making a whole ruckus and pretty much got me sent home on the day that I make the most amount of money. And now I lost $600. But not only that, I lost my life, the life that I have been creating for myself since I left her. I've been trying to get away from her ever since I was younger. Growing up with a mother like her is not
2: easy.
0: Now, when she said growing up with a mother like that isn't easy, she's not talking about it isn't e- it's not easy because maybe she was abusive, you know, or something like that, which it would be understandable. You grew up with someone they're physically, verbally abusive, neglecting you and stuff like that. Yeah, I could understand that, but this is not why she's saying, this is not why she said what she had to say. She's saying that, well, let's just continue on, well, let's play the next fight.
6: Your Honor, growing up with a dark mother was so embarrassing. All of my friends were white. Everybody was white.
0: Okay, see, so that's the reason there. Because she was dark-skinned and all her friends were white. This is the reason why she's embarrassed. Let me just rewind and just let it play through.
6: Your Honor, growing up with a dark mother was so embarrassing. All of my friends were white. Everybody was white. Where did you grow up? The guys I dated were white. Where did you grow up? My friends were white. Alabama. She was barely around. She she was busy cleaning up after white people. Ooh. I didn't want to live that poor life. And so I had to live a life of struggling. And like I said, I tried, once I got away from her, I tried my best not to live that kind of life. So how did you get away from her? I earned enough money to get away from her. And I started dating this white guy who whose family had a lot of money. At what age I got an education, All something right. that she does not have. I just don't live my life as a black person, so I live my life as a person of privilege.
0: That is so offensive and on so many levels that I don't even know where how to be how to start tackling this woman Sandra Johnson. Wow, what there's no I can't there's no nice word I could put on here I could say on here that would describe the words that she oh my goodness um yeah this is tough it's a tough one because I remember when I was growing up and um I'm also dark skinned so this bothers me a lot and I did go through a, a sort of a period like she did where I try to use, like, that song I played at the intro here, use Ambi and Enola and try to, to lighten my skin because, people, you know, kids are vicious. We They would tease you about, about your dark skin, call me St. Thomas after dark, and so all these things were hurtful, but I, eventually, I'm a strong person. I grew out of it. I didn't hate myself. I started to love myself and didn't care that if, if someone didn't like me because of my dark skin so i had to it took loving myself to um to not be in that type of uh you know to be like her and i didn't hate my mother because she was dark skinned and she passed it on to me that's just wow that's that's rough i mean what a uh let's play the next bite here wow
6: away i didn't give her my number i didn't give her my address i told her if i wanted to get in contact with her that i reach out to her but no she is stalking me she showed up one day to a grocery store in my neighborhood stalking me down in the aisles trying to talk to me in front of all these white people
0: she is so does i don't does she on this know how racist she is and it's you could probably you're probably saying well she's black how could she be racist against her own. She, the things that she's saying is racist and, and, and ignorant and just so wrong on so many levels. Her mother, is, as you're going to see when I, at the last four sound bites when I play of their mother, you'll see that the reason why the mother was trying to reach her. But uh, let's play one more from this piece of filth. She's just horrendous.
6: Right, and, and she that, sent that, that to my boss. And now he's asking me if that's my mom. And so, of course, I had to say no because they can't have people like her in there.
0: Wow. They can't have people. You see, you you, you hear how, how... Oh, my... She's so hurtful. And her mother is standing right there, by the way. They're in court. So she's saying these things in front of her mother. Very hurtful and... and sick and self-hating self-hating she's self-hating she's a self-hating person she hates her she hates her race she hates her race so let's play now with the mother her response as to why in the first place she um was trying to reach her okay so let's start with bite one here wow this is sickening
7: but, Your Honor, I'm just really saddened that I'm here mm. in the first place and that you and everybody else has to hear and know that my daughter is suing me for $600. And uh, I have to say I'm not surprised. Really? I'm not surprised. Why because not? Because my daughter and I, the best thing about this case, Your Honor, is that I get to see my baby because we don't. We don't talk and I don't see her ever. Well, I I ran into a friend of hers that- A white friend. (laughs) Yes, Mm ma'am. And uh, she told me that my daughter frequented a certain grocery store, so I started uh, frequenting the store just in hopes that I would see her because I wanted to talk to her. I wanted to see if she was healthy, that she was happy, and I knew that I would be able to tell that if I could just look into her eyes that I, I wouldn't know how she was doing. Well, you're She's
6: emotionally destroyed.
7: Well, you know, Your Honor, this happened uh, a while back because um, my daughter, uh, she's never been happy in her own skin.
0: And that's putting it lightly. She was not happy in her own skin. She's light skinned as she calls herself, but she's still not happy in her own skin. She's not happy in her own skin. The mother continues.
7: You know, she expressed to me early on that she wished that we were both white.
0: And there you go. There you go. She wasn't happy in her own skin because she wished that they were both white. So, again, she's not, she's a self-hating, she's a self-hating person. She hates her own race. Let's let's, uh, let it play through
7: you know she expressed to me early on that she wished that we were both white because of the challenges that she had experienced in school and she saw that the darker skinned people she felt were having a harder time so she didn't want that kind of life
0: it's well, she's she's weak and she's a coward and she hates her own race instead of fighting through the challenges of being a dark uh, being a, um, a black person she decided that she wanted to to just uh forget about her heritage. It's people like that that sickens me and I noticed that a lot of self hating um people are usually from oppressed or oppressed or minorities like self hating Jews you usually hear or self hating blacks you don't really hear of self hating uh whites because they don't they go through something different it's called white guilt. It's a a completely different sort of same kinda sorta. It has their guilt even though they had nothing to do with slavery, they're not racist, they're not bigoted, but they still go through something called white guilt and I don't understand that at all. If I'm white and I don't, I know that I'm not racist, I'm not biased, I have black friends, I have minority friends, why would I feel any guilt at all so um anyway let's continue on with um what the mother has to say here
7: well your honor you see i'm very much more dark complexion and so not only did she like my skin tone she didn't like um she didn't like my hair yeah. the way that my hair looked because as you can see she has that beautiful silky straight hair and but i, I tried to explain to her your honor that it didn't that god created us, us all the way that we are and that as long as we were healthy that we were blessed and it didn't matter what color that you, that you are you yeah. know and I, and I tried to uh, share that with my daughter but she just didn't want any parts of me
0: okay that's gotta be hurtful her daughter did not want any parts of her not any part of her at all and so in conclusion I'm going to play why her mother was desperately trying to track her down. This is why her mother was desperately trying to track her down.
7: I went to my doctor because I hadn't been feeling that well. And he took one look at me and saw that my color was different, that I didn't look good. And he asked me what had been going on. And so I shared with him that I that I was so worn out and stressed out because I didn't have a relationship with my daughter. He my blood pressure was high, My everything was going wrong, so the doctor ordered a several tests for me, and I, I took those tests, Your Honor, and the diagnosis was, um, was terminal, Your Honor, and I needed to, that's why I was at the club, Your Honor, so I could talk to my daughter and I could share with her and I could tell her what was going on with me because I wanted to be able to... <laughs> I wanted to be able to say goodbye to her before it was too late. I wanted to let her know that I loved her. I wanted her to know that I forgave her for all the hurtful things that she said to me, I love you, baby. You're always going to be my baby. I don't care what is going on before you, So that's why I was there. Uh,
0: absolutely heartbreaking. I don't know how else to put it. She was not happy in her own skin. Her her mother was dying. That's this is the reason why her mother was trying to contact her so desperately, because she wanted to say goodbye to her daughter. Even though her daughter hates her guts, she wanted to let her know that uh, that she forgave her, and she didn't hold it against her. And she wanted to say goodbye to her. And in my opinion, stress can lead to a lot of. Uh, of issues in the body. And in my opinion, the daughter killed her. The daughter killed her, in my opinion. I have to say, in my opinion. it's She killed her. She was stressed out because the daughter hated her and she couldn't have a relationship with her. And stress led to, to blood pressure led to terminal illness. So that's just my opinion. You're not going to tell me otherwise that that's, you know, st- the daughter killed her. That's the bottom line. So, um, yeah, I don't know how else to, how else to say what else to say. There's not much more I could say. I mean, I've there are many dark skinned black people who who are self-hating out there. And I say to you that you need to love yourself for who you are and stop hating yourself because of your race. It's just pathetic and it's sick, and you you you're, you need help. You shouldn't hate yourself because of your dark skin. That's all I really have to say on the subject there. So this was a tough show to get to. Very tough because I've, I've been there before and um... But I never took it to that extreme. I never blamed my mother for my dark skin. I had to work through it and love myself. And once I love myself, then... See, people can sense things. If people can tell that you don't love yourself, it's they're going to keep keep at it, keep at you. But once people realize, hey, this guy loves himself, he doesn't care that I'm teasing him because of his skin color, and then they soon... They soon stop doing it because they realize it's not bothering you because you love yourself. And that's what you got to do. You got to love yourself until tomorrow. Have a good day.